The secret is finally out, and I'm so excited to formally invite you to grab your free ticket to the upcoming Plan to Profit Photographer Summit. This summit is online, so you can join us from anywhere. The summit is taking place February 7th, 8th, and 9th. That's a Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. This summit is for photographers to plan their most profitable year by shifting their mindset, boosting their confidence, and gaining business insight. My mission is to help photographers create a massive breakthrough in their businesses in 2024. This is a collaborative event where we are going to give photographers the knowledge, inspiration, community, and resources to help their businesses thrive so they can create a ripple effect in their own lives, families, and communities. This is not your basic info where you could just Google these questions and find answers. We are going in deep. We are featuring 12 incredible summit speakers and one special guest, and they are Ashley Freehand, Chelsea Jo Moore, Danielle Weave, Elizabeth McCready, Haley Slade, Heather Shriver Burns, Jen Fisher, Joy Alleman, Katie Saltzman, Kayla Brent, Laura Esmond, Leslie Pyle, and Rachel Traxler. The topics that we will be covering include goal setting, productivity, boundaries, business systems, finances, collaborations, mini session strategy, being a successful studio owner, mindset, email marketing, outsourcing and hiring, website copywriting, client testimonials, and an incredible live dance workout with the amazing Katie Saltzman. Last and certainly not least, we have three incredible sponsors for this summit. I want to give a special thank you and shout out to Flowdesk, Irisworks, and Brittany Renee Photography, who is the creator of the Capture the Chaos Planner. There will be some fun giveaways and perks just for attending this free summit. This is an event you do not want to miss. I'm telling you, this will go down as one of the best things you did for your business in 2024. Head on over to brookjefferson.com slash summit to claim your free ticket. Over the next few episodes, I will be spotlighting some of our speakers to give you a sneak peek of their topics. In today's episode, you will meet Kayla Brent. Celebrating over a decade behind the lens, Kayla Brent is a seasoned photographer, studio owner, and dedicated photography educator, empowering aspiring professionals to launch and pros to flourish in the industry. With a passion for capturing moments and nurturing talent, she guides others on the path to a successful photography business. All right, Kayla, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you as a speaker in the upcoming summit. So we're going to kick this off with some rapid fire questions because I think it's a fun way to get to know people without the typical, hi, I'm this and here's a little bit about me. So we're going to do some rapid fire questions. So let's kick it off with where are you from and then where do you currently live? I am from the Texas, Arkansas line, Texarkana, and I am originally from the Texas side, but I currently live on the Arkansas side. So that's a really good question. So I, this morning, I've already been into Texas twice and I live on the Arkansas side. So right here on the state line. 
That is so cool. You're just hopping that border back and forth. <laughs> all the time, all the time. Yeah. Fun fact, I actually live on a border too. We're five miles from the Texas border. So we're Texas, Oklahoma, and I've lived on both sides. So there you go. Ah, look at us, <laughs> twins. I love it yes. so much. So we are not too far from each other because they call this the four states area with Texas, Arkansas, Oklahoma, and Louisiana. That's right. Yes. And we actually have been down towards your part of the world whenever we travel to like Alabama and stuff too. So that's really fun. Next time you stop, we'll get some coffee. Yes, definitely. Okay. What is your relationship status? I am married, happily married for 10 years. We just celebrated our 10 year anniversary. Well, happy anniversary. Do you guys have children? We do. We have two boys. Our oldest is Worth. He is eight. He's in the second grade. And our youngest, Wisdom, he is three years old. Oh my goodness. So sweet. I have a seven-year-old in second grade too. So that part we can relate on. <laughs> yes. It's, a, it's such a fun age. It's such a fun age. They're so independent now. They really are. Yes. Mine is constantly building Legos and being all the superheroes and all the things. So that's where we're at. Same. (laughs) Okay, Kayla. So I know you're a photographer. Tell us a little bit about what you do as a photographer and how you got started in your business. Well, to make a very, very long story short, I have been doing photography since I won a camera in the sixth grade. In the sixth grade, I won. It wasn't even a DSLR, y'all. It was like an SLR. It was a film camera. And I won it on one of those fundraiser things, which were a big deal in the 90s. And from there, I literally never put a camera down. Um, When I was in high school, I would take some of my friend's senior pictures and it kind of evolved into college. I would do it for a little side money. And then whenever I got married, I was a full-time teacher. I taught high school. And when we had our first son, my husband was like, you can do pick which one you want. Like either one is fine with me. You choose. You cannot do both because I was literally working all day and then shooting and editing at night. And uh, because of the flexibility and the freedom that I hoped, I mean, I really didn't know at the time, but I hoped that photography would give me, I went that route and it has to this day, been one of the best decisions that I've made. Uh, I started in my home, uh, I which I did. I say I started in my home. Really, I started outdoors. But then we converted one of the guest bedrooms into a studio space. And then a few years later, after I'd gone full time, I rented a studio. It was a downtown old gas station that I made into a studio. And then after being there for a few years, we built the studio that I'm currently in on our property. So um, I have my studio here. My horses are in the back. We have chickens and all of the things. So it's a lot of fun when my clients come here. They get it's like photography in a zoo all in one. And I serve a very um, I I don't like the word high end. I don't know why it doesn't sit right with me, but very luxury style photography as far as the experience that I give my clients here and. I absolutely love that. And I'm already going to jump ahead to myself. Can I talk about mini sessions just a little bit? Because it kind of goes along the timeline. Okay, so I am a luxury photographer. These are people who very much have budgeted for 
my services. They love photography. They love heirlooms. That's who I serve. However, when I finished the construction on the studio that I'm currently in, it was in 2019, October of 2019. Very shortly thereafter, I found out I was pregnant with our second son. So we're talking end of 2019. I was kind of like, oh man, I had had one session, a huge note and one session in the studio. And I thought, okay, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. I'll work really hard during my pregnancy so I can take a maternity leave. Well, we all know how my pregnancy went in 2020. So I had this huge, wonderful, beautiful dream studio on Instagram. It looked like a dream come true. And it was, but with the pandemic, it was the biggest nightmare ever because I could no longer serve my clients and, you know, everybody, people lost their jobs. It was a whole big thing. So that was when out of necessity, I decided to start offering mini sessions. It was not something that I wanted to do. It was something I was very reluctant to because of the fact that I had done them in the past and they were nightmares. I hated them. So I really sat down and came up with a strategy for doing mini sessions. And I tell you what, it is one of my favorite parts of my business to this day. It's something that I will never stop doing as long as I'm shooting. And it's one of the most profitable things that I do as far as the time that it takes to actually execute them now that I have the system built. So I built that system right during smack dab, holding a baby, writing down, like, how can I make this a really good experience? And make sure that they sell. And it did. And the rest is history. And so now I said, once I hit a $5,000, live in a small town, a small town, and I wanted to hit $5,000. I was like, okay, and I did it. And I was like, that was my goal. I was like, if I do it again, I'll teach it. And I hit over $7,000 with my method. So now I teach people my method on how I do mini sessions, even a small town. And listen, I'm in a real small town because my computer went out just a couple of weeks ago and I had to take it to the Apple store and I Googled where's the nearest Apple store. It is two hours from me. Two hours is the nearest Apple store. I love the evolution of your business and just kind of how I think backstories are so interesting to hear for different photographers, how it happened. And one of the reasons I like that, I love that you kind of jumped ahead there is because for photographers listening, it's so easy to look at what everybody else is doing and automatically come up with this idea that, wow, everyone is doing really well except for me. Or I wish I was as successful as fill in the blank of whoever your local competitor is. And I love when people pull back the curtain and they're like, listen, you saw my post about my dream studio that we built, but you didn't know, you know, X, Y, Z, how it was both a blessing and a curse all at the same time. And so thank you for being so honest and for peeling back that curtain because I think it's so important. And this is exactly why I wanted to host a summit because I want people to be able to not just see the flashy things and not hear about the boring basic topics that everybody covers. I, you know, this is like a no fluff summit. Like we're going to go in deep and actually give people strategy. So I love that you kind of jumped ahead and you gave that foundation because I think people are going to be able to really like grasp onto that story and it's going to relate with them in some way. 
Now, on the flip side, on a lighter note, I'm also in a small town. We have one stoplight, which they actually turned into a four-way stop. And our nearest Apple store <laughs> is probably two and a half, three hours away as well. So, so yeah. You feel me. You feel me. Yes, I do. Small town problems for sure. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, I love it so much. But I love, I love this idea of being, you know, having these booked out profitable mini sessions, which is exactly what your topic is at the summit, which I'm so, so excited to dig into that and give away some strategy. But I do want to, and you kind of gave us a little bit of a teaser. So let's give a little more of a teaser. And I came up with one question that I think would be amazing for you to answer here. And that is, what is the biggest mistake or misconception you see photographers make when it comes to mini sessions? Brooke, I'm not a rule follower at all. I cannot answer in this just one, but I have two and I'll make it quick. The okay. first one is the people who don't offer them. And I'm going to say that I was one of these people, especially the ones who are in the more high-end luxury. They're like, I'm not going to do that because it devalues my services. That is the biggest misconception ever because here's the reality, y'all. It People have different budgets for different things. What mini sessions allow me to do is it allows me to serve more people with a variety of different budgets in one day and still have one of my most profitable days. It's like a win-win. And I get to meet more people in my community, in my town, and it's just all the way around the best ever. So that is the number, the, the first thing is just not offering them because they feel it devalues their services. For me, it makes my services even stronger. More people come into my studio, they see, they get the experience and then they go out and they tell all their friends. So it's, and then I get full clients from my mini sessions, it happens all the time. So it's great. Um, the second thing is, is not treating mini sessions the way they deserve to be treated. So I feel like photographers treat mini sessions like they are mini, like it's a mini task. Like, oh, I have this idea for a mini session. I'm going to pull a graphic, post it on Facebook and hope for the best. That is the biggest mistake that I definitely see when it comes to mini sessions and people who do do them. So those are my two things, not doing them because you think they devalue them or doing them, but not giving them the work and the effort that actually needs to go into them in order for them to be profitable. Oh, so good. And I see photographers make that mistake all the time. I'm really big on like, no, nope, nope, that's not what you're doing. Or they'll say, well, I've done many sessions before, but it was a flop. And I can always pinpoint X, Y, Z reason of why your mini session flopped. And again, I so agree with you. And I love that point of you're just not treating it the way that it needs to be treated. And I would say too, mini sessions are not something that you can just like plan on the fly and then think that you're going to walk away with a 5k day. It doesn't happen that way at all. So, so good. I love it. If you know, because I know I'm putting you on the spot here, I did not prep you for this next question. But if you know, maybe one or two things you are going to dive a little bit deeper into during our summit talk, I would love to hear one or two things. 
Oh, absolutely. The biggest thing that I want to go over and I want to really deconstruct is the pricing of the mini session. Really talking about that and how I do mine, I'm going to be showing my numbers and exactly like how I structure it because I feel like if we start there, which that's not really the beginning or the end of the mini session, that's kind of the middle that people are going to have. Everybody who attends is going to have a really good start. They're going to have a good base. Okay. If I can get the pricing right and I really am charging for profit, that's the whole goal. We are charging for profit. Then it's going to get their wheels turning on great mini sessions that they can offer. It's really going to take for the photographer, their mindset to the next level of, okay, I'm really charging for this. I'm really doing this. I'm charging for profit. So I'm going to take the experience to the next level. So we're really going to be diving into the pricing and pricing for profit. Yay. How exciting. Yeah. That's enough to get me hooked and want to get my free ticket for sure. So if you guys are wanting to be there for the mini session topic, we're going in all of it. We're also going to answer some live questions at the end of Kayla's particular time slot. And so for 30 minutes, that's what we're going to do. So definitely go grab y'all's free ticket. Okay, two more questions, and these are way more broad because it is a new year and everyone is in this mode of we have a whole 11 months in front of us to make things happen by the time they're listening to this. I'm always curious because I really am a big goal setter slash planner. I would say I'm probably more into the planning than I am just like writing down random goals. But I want to know um, what is one of your goals that you have in your own life or business for 2024? You know, I have really been sitting with this a whole lot and it seems like every single year and Brooke, I know you are going to totally get this. Every time I sit down, it's kind of like I write business goal and then I write personal goal. And then it's kind of like there's this category and that there's this category. And for this next year and the way my business has evolved as both as both a photographer and an educator, I've realized that I can't differentiate. I can't departmentalize like that anymore. So this next year, I'm really walking into it like work-life balance. It is a thing. It's something that we should go for, but just really trying to find a balance, not like, oh, I need to work or, oh, I need to be with my kids. Just really trying to find a good rhythm. That is one of my goals. And it's a rhythm in my life. Instead of, I'm kind of reframing it in my mind, instead of saying, I want to have good work-life balance, I'm more saying, I want to have a really good rhythm or cadence in my life. So I've been writing down different routines that we um, want to do, because here's the thing, if I have laundry piled up at my house, which I, I point, y'all can't see me, Brooke can't, I'm pointing up to my house, uh, I can't sit here at my desk and go and think about everything I need to dive into, how I want to serve my clients, how I want to serve my students and my membership and all of the different things if there's dishes piled up and laundry piled up. So they all go together because it's all it all comes back to me. It all comes back to us. So that is my biggest goal is getting a, these rhythms really in place. I've worked on it in 2023. There was a lot of hit and misses. <laughs> Yeah, which, hey, that's what we all do. Now, here's what I find really cool about everything you just said. One of our speakers is Chelsea Joe Moore, and that is exactly what she teaches. So she has a podcast and everything, and you listeners are going to hear her little snippet as well. But the, I'm actually in her mastermind for 2024, and that is exactly oh, that's what so she good. teaches. 
Yeah. That is so good. Yeah, I love that is. so much. She is systemize your life and systemize your biz and it all goes beautifully together. So I'm like, that's great. I can already bring people that's together. So good. Yes, yes, that's wonderful that. because that is that is my goal. I am definitely going to be tuning into that one because yes. that is my biggest goal for 2024 is just to find a rhythm and, and not feel like I have to be, you know, I, I constantly feel like I'm shifting gears in my life and not that that's not a good thing. I just kind of want to have a more natural flow of things and with, cause I have children, a lot of us have children and when things get interrupted, it's kind of like, oh, it seems like everything is utter chaos because mm -hmm. one thing got messed up and that's just life. And so I want to be able to have more of a rhythm is kind of the best way for me to describe it. So I can kind of roll with it, those kinds of things more easily. Oh, I love that. That's just so many people's heart cry. And I'm so excited that this summit can help you with that too. Okay. Final question. Yes. And then everyone will just have to come to the summit to get more of Kayla, but how do you define being successful? I define being successful. Ooh, this one is a good question, Brooke. And you really <laughs> put me on the spot with this one. And that's, and it kind of goes along with my goal of what I'm go like what I'm going through, but to really sum it up, the way that I define being successful is at the end of my life, when I get to the end of my life, I want to know that I took every risk that I could take. I used every gift that I was given by God. I did all of the things that I was put here to do. And that is being successful. My version of that used to be very much uh, money driven. It used to be, if I make this much money, then I'm successful. And let me tell you, I think it's wonderful that revenue and money is great and that's great, but that is not success. So just walking in my calling and doing what I was put here to do, that is my version of success. I, and I'm not going to say that I have that totally figured out every day. I thought I was going to be a wedding photographer, y'all. Like that's what I thought I was put on this earth to do. And so it evolves and changes and yeah, that's it. I love it. I love it. And I couldn't agree more with your definition as well. I think um, as someone who, you know, has had a lot of close loss, like I've lost two siblings, it becomes very, it just rocks your world. And so when you say, you know, you get to your end of the end of your life, you look back and it's not so much, oh, I made X amount of money or had X amount of friends. Like it's never a quantity thing. It's a quality thing. And I think that is ultimately the driver, um, for sure. And so I love the way that you explained and worded that that's amazing. And yes, yes it's my favorite question. We're asking every single guest what that means to them, because I think it's very interesting to hear different perspectives. And it also, every single time someone answers this question, it really does bring us back to the root of it all, which is so important, especially to be constantly reminded, Hey, it's not about the money, right? It's all about the quality. So it's, it's not about the money. It's not even about the vacations. It's not about any of that. Like, you right. know, it's it's kind of about a Tuesday. Like I kind of want like a Tuesday with my kids and my husband. Like I want to be able to work all day and like be energized by it. So I go up to the house and we get pizza because maybe I am too tired to cook or I don't want to, but it still be a good day. So yeah. that's success. 
I love it. Kayla and her Tuesday. I love Mm -hmm. it. All right, you guys, you can get more of Kayla at the summit coming up on February 7th, 8th, and 9th. And again, we will plug in where to get those tickets. They'll be in the show notes. And they will also be at the top of every show leading up to the summit as well. Kayla, thank you so much for being here. And we will see you soon. This is the best time. I can't wait to see y'all all at the summit. Run and grab your ticket for the Plan to Profit Photographer Summit happening February 7th, 8th, and 9th. Head to brookjefferson.com slash summit to grab yours. And while you're at it, invite a friend. We will see you so soon.